This is where the rubber meets the road, friends. This is the level three stuff where we've changed our kids' diets so we can help their tissues build and rebuild in a healthy way. And we've got non-harmful symptom management protocols in place. So we're assisting healing from the outside in and we're leaving itching and scratching so the skin can start to heal. But now we're in the next level of the video game, guys. This is where we address our home environment. And this specific issue for me, EMFs and dirty electricity, it's the biggest and hairiest topic of them all because it's this where I seem to get the most resistance from family and friends. If you've been around here <laughs> for any period of time, you know we just moved. And in that course of moving, we had to stay with family for a pretty extended period of time. And I had to have these conversations. Like I had to ask them if it was okay if we would turn off the Wi-Fi router while we slept. And that's just not the most fun conversation to have, but I'm glad I did it. And I get it. Like This is the first time in history that we have to deal with the deleterious effects of these frequencies like cell towers and, and the like, you know, they're all still so new and we don't have as much aggregate data surrounding their effects as we do things like vegetable oil or pharmaceuticals. But we do know that while we can't see the waves, they're there. Just like you'd protect you and your kids from UV rays with sunscreen, you need to protect your kid from EMFs and dirty electricity. But I know it's unclear as to how you're supposed to do that. And if once you do devise a plan, like how you get your spouse on board for these changes in this realm, when there seem to be so many other pressing matters and you can't directly see the effects, I know, I know it's challenging. I, I know that eczema is the evidence pointing to this bigger problem, a ubiquitous, like intangible, not in your stomach problem that tells you that your kids are being adversely affected by these technologies, but I love my computer and my phone and the Wi-Fi and all the West. Like it's, it's what fuels our modern lifestyle and it makes jobs like mine and I'm betting yours too even possible. It makes life easier and in a lot of instances more enjoyable. But these electromagnetic frequencies, they're, they are without a shadow of a doubt, guys, hurting our kids. And, and they already have their Achilles heel exposed in the form of eczema. And you know, it's always my intention here to educate and then more importantly, show you exactly what action to take to overcome any triggers that come our way, which is exactly what is happening today with my conversation with Mr. B.D. Erickson. He's the CEO and founder of Static Shield Technologies, a privately owned electronics manufacturer and professional engineering company. And he is on the show to give us all a tutorial on EMFs how to know if it's a problem for you, and most importantly, what to do about it. Let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome to the Eczema Kids podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. 
Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack and let's get on with healing our kids. B.D. Erickson, thanks so much for coming on the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. You know, your world, this world of EMF radiation and all that comes with it is is so it's so elusive, so confusing. You can't see it, so you don't really know even what you're you're up against and what you're battling. So I'm so excited to have you on and just share share your wisdom with us and just let us know really what we can do as parents in this realm to protect our kids. But before that, can you just go into into you? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as you how do you end up at your journey in life? Like some of us, you know, go to university for a specific, you know, job path and then maybe you end up in that. That's that's not most people that I know. And while I do have science and business degrees, I don't remember learning anything about EMS, particularly. I've got a lot of engineering classes too. Certainly dirty electricity was just not in my sphere under it. Just wasn't something that I spent time on. And it's something that just came kind of crashing into my life. You know, as a single dad, um, I noticed that my son's health and and more, I'd say mental health, really, um, than anything had changed. Um, and something in our environment changed. And as, you know, a single parent, just as a parent, you want your child healthy and happy. It's, it's like the most important thing really in your life. And it's like when you are a parent, your focus shifts from yourself and, and still wanting to be a person and wanting to have a fun and having fun and a fun life and all that to caring for the needs of this person, right? So it really turns into doing laundry and folding clothes and making sandwiches and all those great things, which you do with love mm-hmm. because you want them to have it. Well, my son's behavior changed. He hadn't missed a day of school in two years at perfect attendance. We were proud of that. He was proud of that. Perfect grades. Um, he was proud of that. I was proud of that. Um, and well-liked. Well, he started suffering anxiety. He started suffering fear and doubt. And, you know, when I would have nice visits with him, it would kind of seem to me, to my deduction, that the things that he was fearing, anxious about, they were real to him. They were scary to him. They weren't, they weren't real to me. They weren't scary to me. I didn't marginalize it. I knew that it was scary to him, but it was, you know, I, I remember being scared of, you know, the, the monster under my bed and it wasn't real, but his, his fears were different than that. And so we had moved under a, into a house with huge high tension, high power lines. And, you know, people say EMFs aren't real or they are real, but they're not that bad for you or they're kind of bad for you, but you shouldn't worry about it or all this, you know, advice and pseudoscience that you get. And I'm here to tell you right now that within one year of living in this home under these high tension, high voltage power lines, my little guy was behaving differently and he was missing school and he was sickly and he was anxious, Mm -hmm. anxiety, crushing anxiety to the point that he didn't want to leave his room and not be in the same at school. So I know, right? Come on. And so you just, your heart breaks as a person. So you, you try to deduce, you try to be your own doc. And one of the things that they wanted to try were pharmaceutical drugs, right? And that's that's not a go-to immediately for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not, you know, against all that, but I'm not really pro big pharma. I'm not. I think that for the most part, if you can do something with nutrition, 
you should, if you can do something with better thinking, better feeling, better moving your body, better exercise, better water, the whole gamut, mm-hmm. that that's where you start, right? You don't start at the other end. And so I didn't want to start. We didn't, we didn't use pharmaceuticals, not, not the direction I chose as a father. Well, I pretty quickly deduced that my little guy had EHS, electro hypersensitivity. Well, what's that? He's hypersensitive to electricity. And not electricity specifically, but the attributes of electricity, the electro and the magnetic fields and their subsequent radiation. And it turns out that a huge part, a huge portion of our population is highly affected, negatively so, by dirty electricity, EMFs, high voltage power lines, uh, 4G, 5G, the big antennas, uh, the devices. And you know, not to rabbit trail or get too far that way too fast, but, you know, parents are letting their little kids spend a lot of time on these devices because it is a pretty good babysitter. It can be entertaining, but then even sleeping with near or right on these devices. And I'm here to tell you, just as a regular person, as a healthy human being, fellow human navigating the planet, it had dire effects on my child that you don't want on yours. And I don't want you to have them on yours. And so a lot of the products that we promote we start with awareness. We start with like our EMF protection guide, because the first thing you have to know is that it's even real. Um, is it real? Well, it is. Is it measurable? Well, it is. Well, is it harmful? Well, yeah, darn it, it is. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that's not as immediately harmful. Well, what do I mean? Well, if you step in front of a bus under, that becomes really harmful really fast, doesn't it? If you step into a propeller, well, darn it, that becomes really harmful really fast. But what about something like smoking? I don't think anyone would contest that smoking's not ideal for your health, but I think if you had two cigarettes in college, I think you're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like to smoke four packs a day? Probably not, why? Because you've deduced as a human being that inhaling that thick black hot smoke into your lungs is not good for you. Fast food, I'm not gonna pick on any of the fast food giants, but we know that processed food has less nutritional value than off the hoof, off the vine, off the tree, right? We, we just know that natural food has more absorbable and bioavailable nutrients in it. So if you eat a hamburger one time on a road trip, I think you're okay. But if you ate it every day, would that be good for your health? No. So that's the level of dis-ease, if you will, um, harm on the biological. It's not like stepping into a propeller for most of us. It's more like the gradual effects of something that's really not ideal or conducive conducive to healthy biology. And there are some people that are just more susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. So yes, EMFs are absolutely positively real. They're absolutely positively measurable. They're absolutely positively damaging to the biological, but it's a couple things. Number one, how much? Again, are you smoking two packs of cigarettes a day? Or do you have a cigarette occasionally when you've had a couple drinks in a hot tub? We're talking about something being harmful, but you, the exposure to it as part of it. Mm-hmm. So number one, you got to know, hey, where are the causes? Where's this stuff coming from? What are the culprits? Because the first place to start is not buying shielding, for God's sakes. The place to start is knowing where it comes from and turning those things off, man, or eliminating them from your life completely if you can, or at least eliminating the time or limiting the time. So one of the issues for us is the Wi-Fi on at night. We don't leave Wi-Fi on when we sleep. Why not? Because we're not trying to connect to anything and it's not good for us. Mm -hmm. So we time as a family when we're going to use our stuff. Hey, you know what? Let's, and I'm not a person that is so, you know, on one side 
that I don't like technology or I won't use a smartphone. And a lot of people can't. Like there's a lot of people that I've met thousands over the years in my business field that can't be near the Wi-Fi at all. They can't be near the smartphone at all. I mean, it really, they're so hypersensitive that it wipes them out. I don't suffer that. So we just plan it as a family. Hey, yeah, we want a game. So we're going to turn it on for an hour from maybe five to seven. We're going to update all of our apps. We're going to download all of our stuff. We're going to game. We're going to do whatever we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to try and download that stuff or hardware. Then we're going to turn it off. We're going to turn it off and certainly turn it off at night and not keep our phones in our rooms on at night and certainly not plugged in. I wish that I could do some demonstrations for you because I could show you on several really well-known meters that are real and they're accurate and they're functional, how you can have, you know, RF field and electric field or magnetic field coming off your phone or device when they're not plugged in and it's measurable and it's a level that would be damaging to the biological plug that rascal in. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a 10 or a hundred X. And so I see people with their phone right by their bed, right by their head and plugged in all night. And you are definitively beyond any healthy, reasonable contestation, exposing your body to a toxin that's proven to be bad for you, period. So when you asked me how I got into this field, I didn't mean to just take over the conversation for 20 minutes. But I preach into the choir. I hear it. I hear it. I came off the high dive. I mean, you know, when you go down into the swimming pool, you can either go down the stairs, you can go down the ladder, or you can go off the high dive. And and that was, it was just total baptism by fire, getting overexposed and having to hurt my kid, man. So then you just, you go, girls love the same, you know, women, mama bear, there's papa bear too. I mean, you just go into total defense mode for trying to sort and protect and love your family. And that's, that's my journey, truly. I love it. Yeah. We have a lot of papa bears listening and they are the exact same way. So this all was going on. You were noticing these effects on your kid and that's when you started the company or, or you just looked into it more and then you're like, I, I need to find a better answer. That was, the, that was the total progression. Yeah. Um, I, we'd moved from Hawaii. I had a couple of dollars at a career path um, that I was happy with. Um, we had, we experienced some tragedy. We moved to Montana really in some haste. And I'd started a business here that I liked. I wasn't terribly passionate about it. But when I started saying, okay, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to protect him? How am I going to protect us? And then I look down my street and there's literally 30 homes that I can see from my deck. Are they suffering the same thing? How could they not be? And, you know, it's almost better in some ways. If you have somebody that's hypersensitive, they sure suffer, but boy, it puts you on alert. Mm-hmm. And now you, you snap into action, right? Where if you're if you don't have somebody that's sensitive, you might poo-poo it and then not protect yourself. And then a year or two down the road, this cumulative effect, you realize you're not sleeping, you've got high blood sugar, you've got, you know, the litany of pretty well-known side effects of overexposure to dirty electricity and EMF that now you're you're realizing, you know, later on, or at least if you've got somebody that ex- is feeling it, experiencing it. You can go into you can go into action. So I started to really quickly see it was poo-pooed by mainstream media. I couldn't see the videos and the content sometimes that I wanted to see. Who wants, you know, lots of 5G, the most powerful countries on the planet, or most powerful companies, excuse me, on the planet. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get wiped out by listing them, but we know who they are. They want you connected to your phone. They want to sell you stuff online. They don't even want you to turn your phone off, right? It takes forever to turn your phone back on. Why? They don't want it off. 
They want you totally connected to sell you goods and services. And I'm not saying that's evil. It might be very benign, but when, when corporations and people that powerful don't want people saying bad things about some of the stuff they offer or how their technology works, I found it hard to find truth. I I found it hard to separate science from pseudoscience on the internet. If you can find someone that says it's left, you can find someone that's credible saying it's right. If you can find someone well-spoken saying it's up, you can find someone well-spoken saying that it's down. So it'd be, it, it was hard to disseminate fact from fiction mm-hmm. and it was hard to find products that I could prove that worked. So there, there are some things in this space in EMF, electromagnetic field, hypersensitivity and stuff that seem a little woo to me. And are they woo or not? I, I'm not here to judge. I, I am a tech and I've got great engineers on, on our staff. We really wanted stuff that we could test in a controlled environment, in a lab, on a test bench and see what it was doing. Really be able to see it on a meter. And some of the stuff, you just have to have a measure of faith. And I do have faith. Like I don't come from fear. I do not deal, trade or come from a place of fear. I come from a place of faith for sure. I'll add to that though. Sometimes you do want to see it, darn it. Sometimes you want to see it on a meter. And so one of the great things, like, you know, we know that radon gas it's a real thing. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't smell it and all that, but there's a whole business called, you know, radon mitigation. And I've got a radon thing in my house and the guy came and he was very well-spoken. He says, you've got lots of radon, put a fan in my garage and it's running to this day. And I could see it on a meter, right? Um, There are a lot of gases and stuff, carbon monoxide, right? Same thing. Just because you can't see it (laughs) doesn't mean that it's not true. My only caveat to that was I, for myself, I didn't want to go too much on faith. I come from faith, but I I also wanted things that I could see on a meter. I could measure something. I could improve it. I could see change. I could see it change in front of my eyes and I could measure that. It just felt better to me. And I didn't see a lot of stuff like that either. So I'm I'm answering your, your, your question in a really long way. We had to make it. We had to design it. I didn't find anything that I was ready to risk my family's life on. I wasn't ready to bet my life on that stuff. I guess I didn't have that level of faith. So I had a few dollars and I I put some powerful people on it. I've got one of the best engineering teams I feel on the planet. We can take the Pepsi challenge with anybody. Mm -hmm. I I really felt my position was the leader. Here's the outcome. What do we want? I want a line of products that can very readily identify this, measure it, test it, reduce it, and show the customer that I want to make them in America. I want to make them with long warranties. I want them to be durable and last and they have to be effective. And if they're too expensive, then I'm just afraid not enough people will do it. And so we really set out with a design mandate that it was relatively easy to use, relatively inexpensive so that people could do it and measurably, measurably effective. So it took it took a few years. It was millions of dollars um, and we set out to do it and we've done it. And I don't want to also boast too much about my products because most of the things you can do you can do them for free. Most of the things you should and need to do, you can do them for free. And I can teach you how to make some stuff at the Home Depot. I mean, you can really stop a lot of your exposure by being aware, believing, seeing, and making some some changes in your life, like your exposure. Like, you know, the thing with fast food, once you realize canned food, processed food isn't good for you, that it doesn't have a lot of, you know, bioavailable nutrition, stop eating it. Yeah. Once you learn that, you know, too much alcohol or or drugs or cigarettes or something are harmful, where do you you stop exposing yourself to it? 
It's... But the first thing is just becoming aware. And the second is limiting your exposure. And how do you limit your exposure? You just find out what the culprits are and you turn the darn things off. So yeah. what happens to some of us is we live in an apartment complex, for example. Well, gosh, I can turn mine off. I can't turn my neighbors off. You know, if I have a home and I live in my own property, then I can opt out of the smart meter, the new electricity meter the utility puts on. But if I rent, I can't. I have no say. I have no voice. Powerless to make that change, but not powerless. And that now, now we can go to work on if you have to buy something. That's the only situation I, you know, ideally where you might have to spend some money is when you've done the things that you can do within your power for free. So again, long story short, we had to make a line of products <laughs> that addressed it and could stop it. Yeah. Oh, and it's just so congruent with mine and, you know, everyone who's listening's story, like we're on the exact same journey. We went to the pediatrician first, because of course that's what you do. And they're like, oh, you know, well, this is, it's eczema. This is what you do. You just put steroids on it and then put them in a bleach bath and you should be fine. And and they are just so susceptible, you know, as a parent, you can see it. They're so susceptible to everything. And that's, you know, and I see eczema as really this, this toxin exposure that you can see that you, you can't ignore. It's your kids. I mean, and there's different severity ranges, but mine was very, very, very severe in two of my kids. And it just kind of pops out of nowhere. And, you know, I know that it's a health threat and that's where our listeners are at too. It's like, of course you hear these things. Of course you worry about them. You can't see them thousand percent agree. Do you know the easy stuff first, like open your windows, like turn off the stuff at night, like do the do the easy free stuff 1000% that will save you way quicker than than anything else but you know personally we just moved into a new house in December and in all candor and I haven't shared this like my my 3 year old she's gotten significantly worse since we've moved into this house and it's it's got solar panels and the house ah. are, yeah a little closer together and you know I love solar panels of course yes. You know, I'm, I'm pro that, but it's, um, it's a, it's a real noticeable difference without really a lot of other change, you know, aside from moving. And we just want, we want what's best for our kids. And I would love to hear, yes, first, first lines of defense, what to do about it now for anybody. And then for people that are thinking that this could be a real, real culprit to their eczema problems that they're experiencing, what would be next steps after that? First thing I just want to tell everybody, high tension lines are, are really, they're really, they're really dangerous. Um, but we can shield your house and pretty inexpensively, we just create a kind of a Faraday cage in your attic, um, almost with aluminum foil. It seems really simple, but it's really effective. And you can see it on a meter. I mean, you can see it right in front of your eyes. Going from a high level to even zero. Wow. Um, you don't want a smart meter on your house. Um, if you own your home, if you're blessed enough with the financial abundance to own your home, then you have got to call the utility and you got to opt out and you got to get that regular meter back on your house. Let's say you can't do that. Okay, we got to shield it. Um, it's as easy basically as hanging a poster, if you would, something two feet by four feet on the opposite wall. So if your smart meter's out here and it's on the outside and it's on this side, put something on this side, you've done it. Um, when you lay in bed at night, I mean, everybody does it the same way. I don't care where you live. This is something universal. You ready? You put your bed in the room, you put your bed against the wall. You don't put your bed in the middle of the room and walk around it. No one does that. <laughs> Up against the wall, that becomes the head of the bed and you put your head by the wall. 
You've never met anybody in your entire life that puts their feet by their wall and the head in the middle of the room. You don't do it. You put your head by the head of the bed, which is the wall. Well, that's your wiring. Yeah. That's your electrical wiring at 120 volts surging through it at almost the exact level as your head. And now you're going to put your most complex and sensitive biological piece, your brain, right by it and lay there for eight hours. That's not good for you. And you're not getting good sleep and nobody's sleeping good anymore. And I'm going to explain a field to you. Nobody's sleeping well anymore. They're not. When I was a kid, you know, camping, right? You go camping. There's always a pine cone right under your back and a stick going across your butt cheek. And you wake up almost at the bruise, but you in five hours, you slept better than you feel more rested than you ever do in eight hours in your bed. Well, why? Because when you get out of it and before all this stuff, you could get into that deep theta. You could get into the REM. You could get into that good, restful, recuperative sleep. Don't think that when your cell phone's on and it's communicating with the LTE tower and the 4G and the 5G tower that your brain can't pick up. Yes, it can. It absolutely can. Don't think that the brain, that they're coming out with technology right now that reads your mind. Yes, they can. How and why? That they can't put thoughts. Yes, they can. I don't want it to be true, but it is true. Your brain is a transmitter and a receptor. It is. It's, you know, if, if prayer is real at all, we know it's got to be a transmitter, right? And, and don't think that you can't vibe your friend through the quantum field when you haven't seen him in five years and you think about him and they call you. It's, mm -hmm. true. it's true. The quantum field is true. The law of attraction, is, it's all true. And so what happens is all these devices, your brain never really gets to shut down. So when we shield your wall, turn the stuff off, get it out of your room, the first night, it's going to be weird. You're not going to sleep great that first night because your body's not going to be used to it. That second night, you're going to definitively know that you're sleeping better because you're going to have really good, deep, lucid dreams. And you're going to wake up like you did when you're a little kid, where that first 30 seconds of waking up is realizing that you're in your room and you're not in that dream. Remember that when your mom would wake up for school or whatever, as a little kid, you, you, the first 30 seconds every morning were coming out of the dream where you realize, huh, that was just a dream. And you think about your dream for a minute and you realize you're awake and up you go. People very rarely wake up in that good dream state anymore. And, and the reason is for the most part, they're not getting that deep sleep. Well, what's the reason? Well, there's lots of reasons. What are the causes? Well, there's lots of them, darn it. But some of them are EMF and they're dirty electricity and they're Wi-Fi and all this stuff. And so if you're not getting good sleep, then you're never going to have peak health or peak performance either. I mean, kids, yeah. little, kids are, little kids are growing. They need, they need to stretch and grow. They need yeah. that good, um, deep, restful, recuperative sleep. And if they're sleeping with crap in their bed that's turned on or plugged in, they're not getting it. They can't. Yeah. Well, and our parents, you know, if you promised a good night's sleep for the house, I mean, that's all they want in the world. They want that more than a million dollars. Like they just, you know, that is the biggest <laughs> promise, like the biggest carrot that you could possibly dangle. It's just more and more things are coming out that not only are they, you know, true or not true, it's the exact opposite of what we thought. And that information wants to be suppressed. And then sometimes you got to do your own thing. Like for me, like a lot of people now, we, we have chickens now. Everyone's got chickens, right? And you try to grow your own vegetables. And, you know, we get our beef and our cows from the, we get our beef and our pigs from the Hooterites. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we, we care that they're treated like a pet. We literally care about their mindset and what they ate and what, what, you know, what, how they were treated, how they were fed, no hormones, no steroids, no antibiotics, none of it. You have to actually, you have to actually actively do that yourself. 
right? Because the autopilot's to watch TV and then walk into a big box store and buy something in a box or a can. That's the autopilot, right? And so for us, following down that same road, we had to become the company doing it because it didn't seem like there was anybody that was going to do it. We had to be the company that was going to go lead this rotten charge and do it. And I say rotten charge because the, the exposures are getting exacerbated. They're getting more and more. They're getting to the point when cities are almost inescapable. And now they're talking smart city. Well, darn it, you know, forget everything else about smart city that they could say about, you know, maybe keeping an eye on you or something. If you have someone in your house that's EHS, that they are hypersensitive, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. It is, it is that debilitating to them. And so, you know, the 4G, the 5G, the Wi-Fi, all of it, the smart meters, it's, there's more, it seems like, and I'm not a doomsdayer, I'm, we're going to, I'm come from faith, not fear. Mm -hmm. There are solutions, right? We just have to teach everybody. We got to band together. We got to speak and own the truth. We got to be brave. People like you have got to be brave. I just know for my own personal self that a ton of things I was taught in school, the exact opposite is true. And so I don't mean to keep beating that to death, but just more and more of those things are being discovered, you know, the older that I get and the more information that I gather. And we are solar panel dealers. I grew up in an engineering and manufacturing household. My family manufactured solar panels in Belt, Montana. My family was one of the biggest solar panel manufacturers in America. And now we manufacture electronics, you know, and, and we're three generations. You know, my dad works here, my son works here, my brother works here. We've got, you know, a great engineering team and we, we have a big background in this. And so when I say that I'm not anti-solar, I am, I am not anti-solar. The reality, unfortunately, is simply the way an inverter operates. Just by its sheer functionality, it creates huge levels of EMF. It has to. It's taking direct current and phasing that into two phases of alternating current at 120 volts and 60 hertz. Just the sheer functionality creates massive amounts of electromagnetic field. So you want to know what? That's okay. Go solar. Just get a filter. For God's sakes, just go online and go to my website and get a filter and have both. Have the both of best worlds. But yeah. don't do one without the other. It's like, I want you to have a car, but don't put it in the garage and shut the door and breathe it. Don't go suck on the tailpipe. You can still have one. Mm -hmm. You can still have one. Just be wise. Just, just navigate it and manage it. And the great thing about our products is when the electricity is more usable, not only is it good for you and your biology, it's good for your stuff. And if it's good for your stuff, it's good for your wallet, right? It makes your things run better, run cooler, which saves money and lasts longer. And so, you know, it, this stuff is kind of expensive sometimes. Electronics are, darn it, but especially when they're made in America. Um, but the, the cumulative effect of saving money within a few years, you'll get all the money back. You will. You'll get all the money back and then the savings go on. But like I tell people, I spend a lot of money on a nutritional. I, I, I try to eat as healthy as I can. And we all know that's expensive and kind of a pain in the tushy sometimes. It's it, a lot easier to get something quick and in a box. But darn it, it's, there's no food value for it. Or worse, it's poisonous, right? It's got, you know, glyphosate or something terrible in it. And so going to the right place and going to the right store and turning it into juice is expensive and it's a pain, but that's what we do. That's the, re <laughs> that's the reality that we're in. And so suck it up, buttercup, you know, that's that's what you do. And so that's, I think our products absolutely fit in that, fit in that genre. And that is what we do, right? Day in and day out, because we are the type of parents that are committed to creating the most healing environment possible for our sweet little kids. BD is so thoughtful. He's 
giving all of you guys 15% off your entire cart with the code Eczema Kids. Anything that you get at Satic Shield Technology. That's S A T I C Shield Technology. I'll have the link in the show notes. Join our free Facebook group, Eczema Solutions for Kids, Natural Healing and Comfort. I'd love to talk to you more about it there. Or if you're ready, if you're ready to create the healing environment that your kids need, head over to the website, eczemakids.com, go to the work with me tab, get immediate access to the eczema free framework and an implementation call with me and you will have the bandwidth and the know-how to really, really heal your child from within. eczemakids.com slash work with me. I'll talk to you soon, friends. Take care. Hey, friend. If today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.